Hey, welcome to Jinja, bringing you new customer news and rumors. Yeah, so today, um, there's been quite a few interesting rumors. So, some the usual topics have come up again, kind of um, page leaks. Uh, I'll go with the first one I've seen that seems quite interesting. Um, a young Dutchman, uh, 23 year old Noah Lang, plays for Club Bruges. He's a uh, Past couple of seasons in 66 appearances, he's got 23 goals and 19 assists. As well as, um, I think he's featured a couple of times for the Dutch national team as well. Uh, I think he's a uh, quite tricky. Uh, it, it may be an interesting player to look at. You know, in case um, the main transfer links. Uh, don't come to any type of fruition. It's, it's good that uh, the club is looking at different um, different targets to keep um, to make certain that in case their main ones do call through, that they're not going to be left totally at sea. You know, so that's what it seemed to be previously. That you know, even the main targets had been identified that there seems to be nothing else. Even those main targets were many times deemed to be um, too expensive for the team. So now knowing that there's um, multiple targets, you know, so things are done professionally. You never know. Sometimes it works out that the um, supposed lesser name work out as a better fit to the, to the team. But hopefully you know, the main talks we have been linked to do manage to um, come and, uh, and produce. Uh, I got this information from the um, NUFCblog.com and they got it from uh, a journalist named uh, Chris Wall. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but he, I think he's he is quite um, reliable in terms of his sources and yeah, this is an interesting one. I think I saw Noah Lang playing for Holland, or oh, sorry, the Netherlands, uh, during the Nation League. I forgot who he was against. But he seems uh, he's quite direct. And you know, he's he's always trying to make something happen. That's what's quite interesting to be honest. And the player, I forgot the other players that he was linking up with. He's like, he, when he gets on the wavelength with somebody. He's always looking for them. Um, it'll be interesting signing if it's him who comes. There's um being linked to Amine Guriri of Nice again. Uh, I watched a few clips of him on YouTube. Uh, it's supposed we've been back into a new current Benzema. And whilst I was watching him, I could understand the the natural inclinations to just make that comparison, but. He didn't seem to play much like Benzema to me. He reminded me more of like Luis Suarez. You know, he seems quite um, to have a low centre of gravity. He takes his uh, quite a good finisher. A variety of finishes that he's shown throughout, especially after the last season. You know, finishing with power, finesse, you know, skill. So he's not limited just to a few facets of the game, he's willing to 
like a sister as well, a writer, since he can cross quite well. He can deliver decisive passes, like key passes, key ball passes. Um, yeah, he looks quite interesting. But I believe his transfer fee is quite high for if he is to be acquired. I think he, he, he will just be him and maybe a long signing. Whoever they're going to sign, I think they're trying to make a marquee attacking signing. So it's going to be someone like him or someone who's once again been linked to Newcastle, Musa Diaby. It's going to be like a player of that calibre plus a loan signing, I believe. That that's sounds like the sound of it. Considering that the, you've got Ikitike, he's looking quite precarious at best. Um, I can see that that might be the, the most likely scenario. The, the links continue to be to Arman, Armando Bora of uh, Chelsea for a loan deal. And th they might try and include that optional obligation to buy. They might even have to involve a buyback clause, which is something I don't particularly like. But that's what you have to do in order to um, negotiate with certain teams to, to get these players. You know, so. It, that's what might have to happen in order to um, get the targets in Newcastle after. There's been links to Dominic Calvert Lewin once again. I don't see this being likely, personally. He's been crossed quite a bit, and he's looking to try and be uh, rotating with Callum Wilson or anybody else. He's, if he's a fit and available, he wants to be the main striker, you know. He wants to be the focal point in whatever team he's playing in. And he's a quality player. And you can understand that he's shown that he's able to score goals at the highest level at critical times as well. So I, I don't believe this is likely. Maybe next year I can see it happening. You know, um, he'll be able to come in. Hopefully, Newcastle have managed to make a European place. You know? <laughs> That that would be great. You can make the um, you know, at least the Europa Conference League that we allow us to expand and get more depth into even more depth into the squad, more quality to continue to make the push to to you know to make advance at the table. But this is a slow build project that's going to take a bit of time and trying to um, accelerate it beyond its natural course could end up derailing things. So I don't see it happening that someone like Dominic Calvert Lewin will join, even though it would be a great acquisition. Um, there's been a surprising link that's come up. I think so on nufcblog.co.uk which is a different blog to with that come on um, and they have said that Newcastle have found out that Michael Alise of Crystal Palace has a 35 million pound transfer release clause in his contract and had Crystal Palace are trying to negotiate that right now to rise that price a little bit but well, with him just to give him a new contract and a higher release clause so he he would be interesting if they could try and get him 
because he, he was quite good last season. You know, especially the start of the season. I think he cooled a bit down, cooled down a bit, and he had a couple of injuries towards the end of the tail end of last season. But he looks like a quality player. He's already shown that he's capable of playing at a high level already in the Premier League, and he's got a lot of room to grow. And being under someone like, you know, he's already shown in quite a patch of Vieira that he's willing to keep developing and knows there's a lot more to to be a top player, you know. So it would be interesting if, the, if that is actually true, you know. I would like to see, you know, a, a nice core of a British-based player because that does always help to the, in the dressing room. As well as young British based players, seeing that they do have opportunity at Newcastle United, and you know it's not just going to be these, um, it's just not going to be a big signing. Then has to be always be finding ports to go into the squad that Newcastle is trying to develop home based players as well, which is uh, which is critical. You know, it gives a great connection to the fans as well. You know, imagine you as a fan growing up and you do have some ability as in terms of football and you manage to get into the Newcastle Academy and to know that you can maybe make the first team, you know, or make the first team squad. That that that's a, the onus on on that has been shown quite quickly by uh, Dan Ashworth. As, as you everyone's seen, he's tried to quickly acquire um, young talent, which is shown by uh, Jordan Hackett, formerly of Spurs, the young left back at Ashley Jones. And he was talking about um, how he was welcomed into the to the squad, and well, not into the first team squad, but in terms of the club, everyone's been welcoming him. And you know, he talked about how his family, his mother was like a bit upset that he had to move up north, but he's acknowledged the, the challenge and he wants to continue to develop his career in, in terms of um, showing that he's, a, he's capable of becoming a Premier League football player after being with his squad at Marseille. There's been talk also about. Um, Challenge facing Jamal Russell and Jamal Lewis, trying to make their way into the back into the first team, and I, I believe it's capable. They, they're both capable of doing. You know, Jamal Russell has been a leader of the Newcastle team for quite a, quite a while, and he's shown that he does have ability, especially when when the referee needs that he's capable of. Controlling his back line and you know, dominating the air physically. And uh, I mean, he's not exactly the quickest, but he's definitely not a slouch. You know? Uh, he needs to work on his concentration at times, but he's shown that he's a top, he's a Premier League level player, at the very least. And he can fight for his place in the squad, and I know he definitely will try to. And with Jamal so Jamal Lewis, he he's had a tough time at Newcastle to be honest. But we, there's definitely a player there because Jurgen Klopp did try to sign him for um, Liverpool, but Norwich were 
relegated um, in that season when you joined Newcastle. So there's definitely a player there. He's had the surgeries on his groin to try and clean it up. So hopefully he comes in with a fresh slate. He's had a few months to recover and recuperate and work work out and get himself sharp. And he'll um, he'll try and fight and that's what you want to see. That's the character and I keep saying it but that's the character you want to see in any player. First and foremost that they wanna fight to be on that pitch. And that's the the most important element of the first most important element is in the player. You know, and yeah, I wish him well. I hope he does try and challenge and he does get some experience because there's definitely a player there, and I'd like to see him showcase his ability. Well, um, that's all for tonight. So, once again, thank you for listening, and wherever you are, have a good morning, afternoon, evening, or night.